Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. Okay, I, I saw you put there first John 5 4 eh? message version. I just want to see it. Can we read it together? Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. What you are done? Uh huh. Every God begotten person. Conquers the world's ways. Uh huh. Can you see something? When he said you are more than a conqueror, it was not understatement. Because you have already received what has made you to conquer. You see, that is why the believer is not about to conquer. Because you have. You cannot be born again without faith. And the faith you have is the faith of the son of God. So already once you are born of God. That is why he said every God begotten. So first of all you must agree that I am God begotten. I am born of God. Say I am born of God. Say I am born of God. Close your eyes and say I am born of God. See it. I want you to see it. I am born of God. I am born of God. I am born of God. If you are born of God, you have faith. Once you have faith, you have overcome the world's ways. So it does not matter what happens. You are not about to conquer. You have conquered. He said, the conquering power is there. The conquering power is your faith. So the more you exercise your faith, the more you grow your faith. Do you know what the more you do? The more you walk in conquering. So the world cannot. Even when there is an earthquake, you will come out of it. Can you see that? <laughs> I told you a story of a couple that believed this. 
and in the u.s and they had clothes from church they were going back home and you know it's like a crossroad like that but um the left side of the crossroad was steep downwards this way so the traffic light was red and they were in there but a truck had you know failed the brake had failed and it was coming on top speed and where they were there was no way they were they, you can't reverse you can't go anywhere the truck was coming to them but you see for a long time their pastor had been telling them about this so they believed that they have already conquered everything and nothing physical has power over them because they are born of god nothing physical that's how you must know being born of god is has nothing to do with the physical things you are born of god and you operate from the spiritual point of view and if every believer would start seeing things this way nothing physical will have impact on you now as they stayed in there all they did was that we have overcome this world we have overcome this world we are born of god they put their hands and they were ready for the for the for the worst you know what happened it's on Sidroth. The truck went through the car and came out. Nothing happened to them. Impossible. Because impossibility is with men. The reason why you are in the place of possibilities is because you are born of God. With God, all things are possible. With men, it is impossible. That is the reason why God does not want you to reason in the flesh. Because to be carnally minded is death. Yesterday I was praying in the night. I drove around and I was praying. And the Holy Spirit said to me, he said, look, if you begin to operate in the flesh, Satan has command over you. That is true. The only thing Satan can touch is the flesh. So if you begin to think the flesh, if you begin to do anything in the flesh, the Bible says that it is death. And Satan is you know, is is seen is like a like a vulture. Wherever there's death, you find them. In the same way, wherever there's flesh, the devil is there. He will touch that flesh. But the Bible says that to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Sometimes that's the reason why you must hear God's word, know God's word, and yield to the word of God. The more you, you see, when we say walk in the spirit. It is not frowning your face and behaving, you know, no. That's not how to walk in the spirit. Walking in the spirit is simple. It means yielding to what the word of God says. The word of God says, do this, you do. You are walking in the spirit. Because the word of God is not physical. The word of God is spiritual. It's a spirit. The words that I speak to, to you, they are, they are what? Life and they are spirit. So the word of God is spirit. So as you do the word of God, Though you are in this physical body, you are moving the way of the spirit. That is how the Holy Ghost can lead you. Can you see that? Yes, sir. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, I've conquered the world. So you see, you, things are, you see things that people see. Don't give it your mind. If you give it your mind, it's of, it's of the world. If you give it your mind, you become carnal. And once you become carnal, you will die. Not physical death, but you cannot... You cannot be fruitful in that area. So when men say there's a casting down, you don't say something. You say there is a lifting. You see, your language should be different. But if you don't know the word of God, that is how come it is dangerous for you to be praying, Father, give me the victory. Lord, give me the victory. Lord, give me the victory. It is carnal prayer. 
And once it is kind of prayer, more demons will come and make sure they fight you. But if you begin to say, you have already conquered because of the faith you have, then you realize that you don't, you don't need to do anything. You just walk through. Because you see, he says that it is by your faith. It is by your faith. So already the faith is already there. So anything that will rise up, all you know is that I am born of God. So you begin to go through. Don't you understand? He said, anyone, every child of God that is, uh, every child that is born of God conquers. It is present, present continuous. So as I am moving, I am conquering. Your, eye, your physical eyes might not see, but in reality, there is conquering. And it causes, the, it causes your faith conquering power. Your faith is conquering power. So can you just imagine? It's like a macho man who doesn't go to the gym. Yeah, we can see you have some cuts. But it's not as fresh as somebody who keeps going to the gym. The more you gym, the more the cuts come, the more you see it. The more you hear the word of God and the more your faith is built, the more your concrete power shapes up. The more you have ideas, the more you know how to maneuver through issues, the less Satan can stop you. The less Satan can have access to bringing thought to your mind. He brings thought to your mind and says, no, this is not of God. We are born of God. We don't think this way. We are born of God. We don't behave this way. We are born of God. This doesn't happen. Therefore, Satan, you get up and leave right now in the name of Jesus. Why? Because the mindset is of God. Can you see this? Hmm. I love it. When I saw it, I was like, ooh. No, no. Look at it. It brings the world to Don't be on your knees. Don't let the world bring you on your knees. To the point you cry and say, Lord, why me? Lord, you are on your knees. When you go on your knees, let it be a fellowship between you and your father. Not because the world was able to bring you on your knees like my friend, go down. Say, I've lost my power. God forbid. You have the conquering power that causes rather the world to be on its knees. Anything in this world can go down on its knees because of your faith. Poverty will go down on neatness. Scarcity will go down on their knees. Sicknesses will go down on their knees. Everything that is in this world, the devil goes down on neatness. Why? Because of my conquering power. What is my conquering power? My faith. Let me just help you with Acts chapter 9. Maybe from verse 4. Let's see how, how Jesus gave a mandate to Paul. And why Paul was saying that nobody taught him the things he knew. You remember on Friday? Did you have an amazing time on Friday? Okay. There were two things I saw that blew me away. I saw Jesus. He was wearing sandals. The next time I saw, he had taken off his sandals. I was looking for the sandals. Stella, you were wearing it. You were wearing the sandal. And Jesus was barefooted. Audrey sat here. And Jesus sat down on here. And put his hand around him. I was like, what? Wow. And you, when you were lying down here, he placed his hand at your back. Like that. It was like a movie. How this man loves us. You have no idea. He, he would rather take off his foot and give it to you. And walk barefoot. That's the God we worship. He's not the God that will take from you. Since yesterday, the whole, this room has become, has turned to blue. When I look in, I see blue. The place has changed to blue. I say, what? What is happening? I don't know. Don't ask me. It's only him. 
I don't know what he's doing, but get ready for something unusual. Yes. Let's do TPT. We all know the story. When Paul was, Saul was persecuting the church. TPT. Falling to the ground, he heard a booming voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Go on. The men accompanying Saul were stunned and speechless, for they heard a heavenly voice, but could see no one. Amazing. Saul replied, Who are you, Lord? Who are you, Lord? Who are you, Lord? You don't know the person. Why you do I call the person Lord? The presence of Jesus will make you bow. The reason why the devil will flee before you say in there. Because he doesn't want to bow and say Lord. Oh, don't you remember? At the name of Jesus. And every that so when you say Satan, get out. They bow and say yes, Lord. That's the reason why they don't want to. Before you say that name. Because they don't want to say it. I live before I bow. That is why you must keep mentioning the name of Jesus everywhere. Let it come out of you in the name of Jesus. Jesus. You mention the name of Jesus. Every situation bows. Because that is what the name stands for. See, you bow before you complain. Bow before complaining. It's like military. Obey. So see. Saul didn't know Jesus. He didn't know him. He came to hear of him. Yet he says, Who are you, Lord? I am Jesus, the victorious one. Or the victorious. Oh, he's the victorious one. No wonder by his faith you win. Because he is your victory. Say, Jesus is my victory. There are a lot of things you don't need to worry about. Victory is already with you. See, you are not about to have victory. Victory is with you. And he's declaring, he said, I am Jesus, the victorious. In other words, I have conquered, I have won, and I have come out victorious. And forever, he's victorious. This is the Jesus I have. I don't know who the Jesus you have. But the Jesus I have is the victorious. The one you are persecuting. Now, get up and go into the city where you will be told what you are to do. Go on. Saul stood to his feet. And even though his eyes were open, he could see nothing. He was blind. So the men had to take him by the hand and lead him into Damascus. Now, notice the word here. Three. For three days, he didn't eat or drink and couldn't see a thing. Hmm. Do you remember in Galatians chapter 1, he said, I did not receive this mandate from men, but from Jesus and from the Father. In other words, the Holy Ghost is also there, the one that imparted it. So he received that revelation from the three. During the three days, when Paul, Paul's eyes were closed, he was being imparted into his spirit by this revelation of Jesus Christ within these three days. The number three stands for the Godhead, the Trinity, the Trion God. 
So within that three days, you see, the Bible teaches you certain number of days to fast. One, three, forty. If you fast more than that, we are shushening. Ninety, hundred, one twenty. Except you have divine instructions that continue. But the maximum the Bible tells you, and forty days was peculiar for prophets. But Jesus came and turned it around. Can I show you that? The first person to have fasted forty days and forty nights was Prophet Moses. He was with God on the mount for forty days. The next prophet was Elijah. But Jesus was not only a prophet. He was a prophet, an apostle, an evangelist, a teacher, a pastor. And he came to fast 40 days. The first thing we saw him do, that broke the protocol that the 40 days is not the peculiarity of prophets. But anybody that is found in Christ, you can decide to go that long. But 40 days is, is okay. If you want to go more, you must receive divine instructions. Otherwise, you can't... <laughs> People have died foolishly. There's a thin line. So for three days, he didn't eat and drink and couldn't see anything. He was shut. Appetite was taken away from him. His sight were taken. In fact, the flesh was taken away from him. So he carries, oh, oh, Jesus. Didn't you understand what happened to Adam in the garden? Before Eve came out, Eve was inside of him. You remember? And before God brought that revelation of Eve out, Deep sleep fell on Adam. He couldn't see. He couldn't eat. He couldn't drink. And Eve was brought out. So when God wanted to bring this revelation out of Paul, put into Paul and bring it out, his appetite or everything flesh had to be taken away. The reason why you must fast sometimes as born again, once a week, twice a week, twice a month, just so that the flesh can be taken off and some spiritual deposits must come out. Something must be stirred inside of you. Haven't you realized the more you fast during these 20 days, when you fasted, you realized there was something different about you. You could do certain things more than before. The moment you start eating, you realize that you become so weak. It tells you that your place of survival is not in eating. Your place of survival is in the place of fasting. But you see, we eat because this body must survive to be able to keep our spirit. So once in a week, you can take the whole day and fast this six to six and stir up something. There's something that has been lying down for too long. You stir it up. As you speak in other tongues, you meditate on the word of God. You'll be amazed. Within one month, you have fasted the whole day four times. And you realize that you become stronger and stronger in the spirit. When you eat too much, you realize that you can't pray any longer. You know, after 20 days of faith fast, you realize the following day as you ate, that day you didn't pray. You can't pray. If you realize one day of fasting does not help, within the week you fast two days. It's not because you don't have money to buy food. It is because your source, your source, where you are ignited, where you are enlightened, where you are sparked up, it's not in eating. I keep telling you. You were not born to be eating. But because of this body, 
So you eat to keep this body so that your spirit that is in this body can remain. Because without this body, your spirit will have to go back to heaven. That is why we eat. But the devil has also made some people eat too much. It's like your source is food. But your source is not food. Your source is the spirit. James said, and just as the body without the spirit is dead, so is faith without works dead. So your living is by the spirit. So what do you do? Food is not of the spirit. But there is another food of the spirit. So one day you don't eat. All you do is to read the word of God. You tell yourself, today I am reading the whole chapter of Ephesians. That's your fasting. So you are not eating. You are not, you know, you are at work. But during break time, you spend time, you read. After some time, you read. You are on your way home, you are reading. By the time you are done the whole day, you have finished the whole book of Ephesians. What have you done? You have eaten spiritual food. Don't eat, but eat. The reason why some of you can't study the Bible is because food has taken the place of the food. No, no, it's true. There are some of you here from, from last week, Sunday to today, you have not really studied, read the Bible. You have not. Don't you see? The time you are fasting, in your mind, you are, you, you, I'm spiritual. You know, something tells you I'm, I'm being spiritual. So even if you don't want to read the Bible, you want to read the Bible. Stay at that place. That's your source. Okay? Hmm. There are some people, they must fast 40 days before they can feel that they are receiving from the source. That's why I'm saying you must know yourself. I'm not scaring you. When we say 40 days, it's not 40 days dry. It is water. You can eat in the evening and then you continue tomorrow. You just lose weight small, that's all. But when you are done, so for three days, the guy was not eating, he was not drinking. He was not seeing. Hey, Amazing. Now, living in Damascus was a believer named a what? A believer named Ananias. The Lord spoke to him in a vision, calling his name Ananias. Yes, Lord, Ananias answered. May you know God's voice. Some of you, you hear the Lord's voice, but you can't even tell. He mentioned you come and ask, ah, Angie, did you call me? You can't tell God's voice. Now, listening to knowing God's voice comes with practice. If you can't listen to the word of God, you cannot hear his voice. It does not matter whether you are a prophet or not. You might not hear his voice. That's why familiar spirits can get in there. Go and ask prophet Samuel. He was born a prophet. When he heard the Lord's voice, he was asking Eli, did you call me? Eli said, no, I haven't called you. Three times. Then the third time, Eli realized, ah, 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 the guy is so small. He doesn't know. He hasn't mastered the Lord's voice. So Eli, the priest, he was not a priest. He was not a prophet. He was only a priest. He gave him the key to hearing God's voice. He said, when he speaks again, say unto him, speak, thy servant heareth. Go and check your Bible. He didn't say it exactly. But once you have the key, it does not matter whether you hold it like this or like that. It will open the door. <laughs> and he spoke and the Lord, see, God is not moved by how you want things to be. God made Someone come out of his mother's womb as a prophet. But God couldn't speak to him because someone didn't know the key. Three times he came to him. Samuel. He said, okay. The guy has not learned. Samuel. 
He was running early. Until the third time. When he got it right, the Lord now began to speak to him. May you hear the voice of God. How do you hear the voice of God? It's not like you are there you are hearing, my son, my son. Okay, let me do it well. My son, rise up on your feet. I want to talk to you. You sleep too much. Rise up. No, 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 no. See, when the word says, do not do this, or rise up, or this, anything the word says, when you do it, it is hearing the voice of God and doing it. When you, you lift the word over time, it is easy to hear him. It is easy to hear him. Yesterday, I was driving out. I was going to get some, something to eat. As I was driving, I was driving. Then the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, why do you want to go and waste money? I didn't mind. Then immediately, he showed me a vision. He said, this is in your fridge. <laughs> this and that are in your fridge. Why do you want to go and spend money? He said, if you want to spend money, go and give it to people. So I had to, when I got there, it was as if somebody was holding my hand to branch me off. I was just, boom, like that. Then I said, okay, since I've passed here, let me get some sandwich at the back there. As if that road was blocked. By the time I found myself, I was on my way home. So imagine that I didn't know his voice. Imagine that I thought what I saw was just my mind. I would have gone to waste money unnecessarily. One. And then two, I would have broken his heart because I didn't yield to him. So you see, we break his heart a lot because we haven't mastered his voice. And the reason why we have not mastered his voice is because his voice is in your hands. You have it on your phone. His voice is in your book. But you don't give his voice attention. You want to hear his voice in the way you want to. But you need the key. And I've given you the key. The key is that his voice is in your hands. You are blessed with all spiritual blessings. Say, Jesus. He's telling you, you hear. And then you start saying, oh, I am blessed. You see, you are responding to his voice. Now you will move from now, you will move from, from the word, from the graphy, to hearing his voice supernaturally. From where? From outside? No, from inside. If anybody tells you the Lord spoke to him from outside, it's a lie. He doesn't speak to us from outside any longer. Now he speaks from, to us from inside. That's why you must hear. Why do we meditate? For that purpose. Why do we lie still? Why do we want quietness? So that we can hear the voice. Listen to me. If you don't hear the voice of God, you will live your own life. And you will fail miserably. If you hear his voice, he created this world. He knows the ins and outs of this world. He will walk you through. Only obey. Are you with me? In the Old Testament, they had to trust him. In the New Testament, we don't trust him. We faith him. Trust is pistis. Which means faithfulness. But you see, in the Old Testament, they had to trust him because faith had not been given to them. In the New Testament, we have already trusted in Jesus. And we have received his faith. So we are living our lives trusting. We are not about to trust. We are trusting. I don't know if you know the difference. The just shall live by faith. In the Old Testament, their kind of faith was trust. Reason because they had not been given. 
So they needed to trust what was outside. We have been given what is outside, inside. So we are working by what is inside. Do you see the difference? Trust there, no way, for there's no other way. To be. Beautiful song, but not for the believer. We faith. We walk by faith. We walk by faith. Knowing that I'm trusting. You see, they trusted for something that they don't have to be given. We have faith. What is faith? That thing that is outside has already been revealed to us. So we already know it is. So we walk in it. For example, in the Old Testament, they had to pray for healing. They trusted God for healing. So God will send forth his word to heal their disease. There was healing in his, in his wings. You read all these things. They are not for you. You, when you became born again, healing is not out there. Healing has been deposited in your spirit. By his stripes you were. So you don't trust for healing. Healing is here. So you have faith that you are healed. So you walk in the faith. So your back is paining you. You decide to stretch. You try to stretch. Why? Because I'm healed. And if I'm healed, I don't walk like this. But when I'm trusting, I must wait until the pain is gone fully. Before I can, I can, I can get up. You see the difference here? But when you walk by faith, though you feel the pain, you are trying. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence, evidence of things not seen. What is the evidence that I am healed? By his stripes, I am healed. So why do I have to walk like I am healed? I am not healed. Look, I, I walk like this. I try. You see, you start stretching. You start stretching. By the time you, are, you, you, you realize there's no pain. There's no pain. Why? Because the healing is inside. Please. That is the difference between the born again and the unbeliever. For the born again, everything the unbelievers were, the, the people of the old were looking for, every one of them has already been lavished upon you. Hmm. That's what the Bible says. All things. First Corinthians chapter 2. He said that you may know all the things which has been lavished. Show us First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 12 in the TPT. For, so, so hold on. So when, when we read First John 5 4 where he was saying that this is the conquering power, even your faith. So see, you might still have this conquering power inside of you, but you will never win any victory, any, any war. You will never win one. Hmm. It's not automatic. It's not. Faith is a noun. Believe is a verb. It does not matter if you have faith like a mountain. That is how come the faith that moves mountain is not a mountain faith. The faith that moves a mountain is a master seed. Jesus said, if you have faith as little as a master seed, he didn't say, then you have it. He said, you will say, am I confusing you well? No, you see, sometimes you say, I have faith, but you realize that you don't have any result. Because faith in itself is like a room full of everything that you ever need. Faith can give you. But the manifestation of faith is in the working of faith. Faith without works is dead. How do you work faith? By believing. How do you, what is believing? Putting to work that which your faith has captured. What is the first way to believe? To speak. So you see, please, should I say it again? 
you don't understand why the Bible says you are born of God. Yet, situations are pressing you down. Yet, Satan is slapping you here and there. Yet, this, but it's not supposed to happen. Because you are born, the criteria is that it's not how much prayer I can pray. It's not. It's not prayer. It's not how long I can fast. It is how much of the word I believe. That is what gives you manifestation. Manifestation is not in what you think you have built faith on. Can we see the difference here? So though you are born of God, the, the Bible says that you overcome this world. You defeat this world. But you realize my life is not like that. Is the Bible wrong? No. He said your conquering power is your faith. What does he mean? Faith has brought the conquer, the conquer, the victory to you. But how do you work in the victory? It is by working your faith. The working of your faith is what we call belief. And the way to work your faith is to say that which you believe. One of the things the devil will stop you from doing is he will make you sad, emotional, so that you cannot have the mindset to be declaring. How many times do you wake up in the morning and say, I'm the blessed. My life is above. I'm great. Why? You believe you are. Because the word of God is. So some people will be saying, I don't know why, you know, my life is turning out this way. But the Bible says that he that is born of God has overcome this world. Why is it that I am not overcoming this world? Because you have faith, but you haven't believed enough. The Bible says all things are possible to them that believe. Hmm. Do you believe 200 Ghana City can make you rich? No. You don't believe. You don't, you don't believe. Since you don't believe, you will see what you don't believe. Because since you don't believe, it means you have faith in other things. So, you will be working out that thing you believe. Or that thing you have faith in. So you think that I have, if I'm working at the Bank of Ghana, if I'm working here, if I'm being given this, that is when I can be great. That is where your faith is. So this is faith you have built. So you begin to work it out. Charlie, if I work in Bank of Ghana, Charlie, if I, you know, this, this is your language. So you will see the result of this confession. But if I have 50 cities and I said, I'm a billionaire by this. You see, it's, it, it doesn't make sense for somebody to say, I'm a billionaire by 50 cities. Uh-huh. Because to the natural man, 50 cities does not make one rich. But from the world where I come from, five loaves and two fish can feed 5,000 and four. It is possible. So you see, your faith comes by information. Where is that information? From the word. The evidence of things not seen. Faith adds evidence to the unseen. What is the unseen? Does unseen mean it doesn't exist? No. It exists, but I cannot see. So my faith is the one that lays hold on what I can see. So now my hand is holding on to faith. This is faith. It is holding on to this in an unseen realm. Now, when I start believing, it means that I am working it out. And how do we work it out in the spirit? Not by fasting and prayer. You know, a lot of you think you will get a lot of things by fasting and prayer. F 
fasting and prayer without the requisite knowledge of God's word. Haven't you realized? Maybe you have, I don't know if it happens to you, but when you pray, you pray, when it comes to when what you are saying must be manifested, nobody tells you to start declaring, Oh, thank God, in the name of Jesus. You have gotten to the place where you are now releasing, you are bringing out, you are working out that which your spirit has been saying. Because you see, you are saying something you never understand. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men, for no man, including you, no man understandeth. How be it? How be it in the spirit? He speaketh mysteries. So the guy is speaking something, something that is real, but my mind is not understanding. But the one who has understanding, the Holy Ghost. After you have prayed for a while, he will give you the words of what you are saying. Then you realize that you are decreeing. Oh, I'm not the, I'm not the, I'm not, I'm the head, not the tail. Oh, greater he see that is in me. In the name of Jesus Christ, this contract is mine. It is subdued in the name of Jesus. This is what you have been saying all through in the spirit. Now your mouth is giving reality. We call it voice. To what you are saying in the spirit. That's why you cannot be praying five minutes. See, you have, we have, you have released things. But manifestation is another thing. Get to that level. Are you with me? Look at it. He said, how be it? Even though men do not understand, how be it? Men don't understand because what we are saying, it has nothing to do with materialism. It has nothing to do with the physical. Look, the clothes you are wearing, they didn't come from this world. The clothes, the chairs you are sitting on, everything in this world came from the spirit. Every one of them. A designer, is anybody a fashion designer here? You. You just decide to sew things. You take material, you start sewing. No. You receive what we call idea. Before you take pen and paper and put down what is intangible onto paper. Once your eyes can see, if it doesn't correlate to what is in your head, you will clean it. You will keep drawing until what is on the paper is exactly what you are picking in your mind. That idea, where did you receive it from? So it is from the spirit into the mind. The mind onto paper to, to see. If you're an architect, somebody tells you, I want a house like this and blah, blah. When you draw the plan and it doesn't match what they, they, they like, they tell you that is not it. You must clean it. Now, when they put it on paper and you, are, you start building it and they come around and they look at it, they say, no, no, no. That is not how I said here should be. Here should be like something small, not high like that. <laughs> what does it mean? There is an idea. The idea is not seen. The manifestation of the idea is when the blocks start going up. Now, when the idea does not match the blocks you are building, you are not happy with the reality. The same way applies to everything you are looking for. Until you can see it in the spirit. Huh? You will receive anything. You know, I use this funny example. I said, you are praying for marriage. You are a lady. You are praying for a man. And you are not specific because you see, Every man be man. All you keep saying, you see, in your, in, your, in your mind, you have an information. 
I'm looking for a God-fearing man, a man that is rich, a man that is this, a man that is that. Then, that thing you have said goes to const- create one for you. Now, when the man comes, you're like, no, this is not the one I'm looking for. Why? Why, why, why is he a goat? No, it's a man. Your, your words created that. Don't you understand Hebrews 11.1? Faith is the substance of things you hope. Hope is not reality. Hope is into tomorrow. So there's something in tomorrow that you think you want. How many of you would like a Range Rover? Okay. You see, thank God for your hope. But that hope can never come to pass. Until you begin to give it evidence. What is that evidence? I'm just sharing something small the Lord taught me and mommy. What is the evidence? You want Range Rover? My dear. Which Range Rover? Sports Range Rover. That's all. A white one. Uh Uh-huh. That's all. So, that's all. The very latest model. What is the very latest model? 2023. Uh Uh-huh. So, this is hope. Have you seen the very latest model before? Exactly. She hasn't seen. So then, you receive a Range Rover, which is also 2023. But it might not be that which your heart desires. So you receive that thing, you're like, this is not what, it's a car, because it's not a bicycle. Can, can you see this? This is how you add evidence to the unseen. You go online and Google the latest Range Rover 2023. If you want different with golden alloy rim with red in, you know um, interior, you see your description is not complete yet. So they will bring you a Range Rover white with some black or green inside. Then you realize that your heart is not into it. My dear, would you like green interior? Uh-huh. She said no. You like some red interior, right? Beautiful. But you never said that. So you see, you think you have faith. But you are not working your faith. What is the faith? My faith is that I will receive a 2003, 2023 Range Rover. But you don't even have an evidence of that. So what do you do? You go online and write out exactly what you are looking for. You think you are the first person that is liking that thing? Somebody has liked it. Maybe it has been customized for just one person. So what do you do? Now the picture will come. You print it out. You paste it in your room. Evidence of things not seen. I have not seen the reality, but I have seen it here. This is how we walk in the spirit and cause manifestations. Are you with me? Yes, sir. So stop doing Balapanta in Palakota. When you are done, go for the evidence. Go for the evidence. The word of God is your evidence. How many of you know you won't die? Where is your evidence? 
Where's your evidence? What evidence do you have? That you know you won't die. Will, will you die? Are you sure? How many of you know you won't die? Uh -huh, now you are not sure, you see? Now some hands are not going up. See, don't say things you don't have evidence of. Otherwise, Satan will come to you and you realize that you are empty. You are just a talker. Don't be a Christian who just talks. Have evidence. It is written. 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 I know I will not die. Why? Because with long life. Because I have passed from death unto life. Because I have the eternal life resident inside. I have a whole lot of evidence to tell the devil. Why can't I get sick? Uh, what is your evidence? Haven't you realized you keep saying I will not be sick, yet you are sick? Because you are saying what you don't have evidence for. Hmm. You must have evidence. I know, listen. Like, like yesterday evening, when I stepped onto the motorway, Satan says, because you are disobeying God, you die. Oh. I think he forgot who he was talking to. No, Satan can forget sometimes. Then I said, that's what I did. You know why? I have so much evidence. Too much life. I mean, too much life. Even when a trailer goes on, passes on you, death can't take you away. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, you are looking at it in the eyes of man. That trailer is a heavy car. Do you know Lazarus? Do you know Lazarus that died for four days? You don't, maybe you don't know him. If you know Lazarus, if you saw him, ask him, what raised him from the dead? The guy was rotten. But life, the resurrection life, brought him back. He said, I am the resurrection and life. He brought a rotten man back to his life. And you are saying an accident can take your life. See, first of all, the accident won't even happen. What is your evidence? Why do you think? Why do you think? Why do you think you can't have an accident? What's your evidence? He has commanded his angels to keep you in their palm that your foot might not hit against a stone. Okay, what is another evidence? Give me another evidence. So that when you are sitting in a plane and the plane is a thousand shall fall on thy left. Do you know what it means? What happens to others don't happen to you. He will deliver you from the snare of the fowler. Please go back to Psalm 91, the message. Go and listen. Psalm 91 is not for the Old Testament folks. Psalm 91 was for the believer. You believe in accident, you have one. Because you believe. All things too are possible to them that believe. What do you believe? See, when we are teaching you the word of God, 
It's not because it's a routine. See, the church structure is different from a corporate structure. We deal with spiritual things that are real than corporate. Do you hear me? Our system, the church system, is so different from the world system. Let me show you the church system. When you have, your faith is so much built, let the aeroplane dismantle in the air, you will be suspended. The world system, you are coming down. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayma 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-L Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International Contact Services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to leave from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.